Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Michelle Castro. She is the podcast host of Growth Against the Grain, and she is just amazing. She's the daughter of God. She is a wife, a mama to three teenage girls, one soon to be out of teenage years, and an entrepreneur for over a decade. She has had big goals and dreams and done them hand in hand with God. So it is amazing just to speak with her and hear her wisdom in being a Christian entrepreneur, being a mom, working from home, doing all the things. So I can't wait to introduce her to you and let you hang out with her. She is just so much fun. And once again, if you wanted to find her, you can find her anywhere that podcasts are played on Growth Against the Grain, or you can also find her at her website, Growth, G-R-O-W-T-H-A-G-A-I-N-S-T-T-H-E-G-R-A-I-N, growthagainstthegrain.com. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, it's a Michelle Fest. I'm excited. (laughs) So tell me something about you. Well, I live in the southern half of California and I was born and raised. I was just talking to somebody the other day and I was like, yeah, my parents were born and raised here. I'm born and raised like we got roots in SoCal. I have been married to my husband for almost 26 years it's crazy because I always think when I heard people that were married that long, they were old, like really old. And I am not, but I guess I am. And we have three daughters. Our oldest just turned 20 last weekend. It's a little wild to not have a teenager any longer. So I have three daughters, 20, 17, and the youngest will be 13 in a couple of weeks. So she is so excited. Her life is just about to start. She'll be a teenager. Everything's going to be great. I love it. I love it. Our oldest is going to be 13 in a couple of weeks too. So exciting. It is. It is such a fun time of life. We could talk about that too another time. It's a roller coaster of emotions. 
It really is. In a nutshell, that's where we'll leave it. But yes. And in addition, like you said, I am the host of the podcast Growth Against the Grain. It's so funny how that has morphed over the last two years. And my underlying purpose of that was really growing against the grain of the world, growing as believers, as Christian women against what the world calls normal and the shoulds, like what we should be doing. And it's often completely contrary to what the Lord and God's word says that we really should be doing. I love that. So what is the definition of your purpose and your calling. And those seem so similar, but tell us a bit more about those. Yes. Okay. So full disclosure, I was super inspired. It's so funny how the Lord works. Like this thought had kind of been on my mind and I listened to a podcast. This is a couple of weeks ago now. And she put into words what my brain was like, not fully connecting yet. You know how like you have these concepts and you listen to somebody else and you're like, oh my goodness, how did you get inside my head and clarify that? So awesome. And she was talking about purpose versus calling. And like you say, they're so similar. And it almost seems like one of those things you don't even need to define because you're like, well, yeah, you know, your purpose, your calling, it's all the same thing. And when she broke it down, I was like, oh my goodness, this totally makes sense. So if you think of your calling, kind of like your vocation, your career, your J-O-B, you know, that job, whatever you do, whether you're getting paid for it or you're volunteering for it, that's what it is. It's your calling that thing that you're doing. The purpose, on the other hand, as Christian women, our purpose is to give honor and glory to God. Like period, end of story. That's, it's really that simple. If only it were that simple to implement, like put into action, it'd be like, and we're done. So off you go. It's not, but she gave this great analogy to clarify what these two are. And she talked about, in fact, the woman's name is TZ Cannon. I forgot it for a second, but TZ Cannon, go check her out. T-E-A-S-I. I want to give credit where credit is due. And she talked about this analogy of a vacuum cleaner. And she was like, I want to be a vacuum cleaner. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what are you talking about here? And she was talking about what is the reason for a vacuum to exist. And she's like, well, it's to suck up dirt, right? That's it. That's what it does. She was saying if a vacuum cleaner is taken to like a palace and put in a closet, but never sucks up dirt, then how successful or fulfilled would that vacuum cleaner be if a vacuum cleaner could be fulfilled, you know, go with me on this. But if it weren't doing what it was designed to do, well, it wouldn't be very fulfilled, right? But what about that vacuum cleaner that's taken to, let's say, a shack that gets to suck up dirt all day long? Which vacuum cleaner would you rather be? Well, you want to be the one who's being put to use, the one who's being put to work to do what you're called to do. Absolutely. All day, every day. But then she said, well, what if that vacuum cleaner is taken to a palace and is put to work? Well, I mean, like hit the jackpot there, right? You're like, ding, ding, we have winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's awesome because now it's getting to do what it's called to do in a beautiful setting. But that's really something that only the owner can determine. You can have that vacuum cleaner and you can put it in those different places, but 
if the owner of the vacuum cleaner isn't putting it to use, that's not the vacuum cleaner's fault. Like it's, it's ready. It's ready, willing, and able. It's up to where you are and who is doing the work. So it's being a dirt sucker and that's what it's created to do. And it reminded me of my purpose rather than my calling. My purpose as a believer is like we said, to honor and glorify the Lord and to magnify the Lord. Like everywhere we go, we're to be that magnifying glass that just points so much clearer to Christ. And it's so perfect what you talk about, Michelle, is time management and organization. And sometimes we think, okay, well, I need to be managing my time better, but that's not really like spiritual. It's not really honoring the Lord, but absolutely it is. It's taking the time that the Lord has given you and you can magnify him in what you're doing in the day to day. Sometimes those seemingly mundane tasks of like, I've got to make dinner again, again, I keep waiting. Like, are my children not going to eat one day? But no, every day. It's not just hungry. They're starving. Is that how your kids are? Yes, totally. (laughs) They want different things. They all want something else and they're starving at the same time. They want it like now. Yes. Like we've never. That was last night. My daughter was like, I'm hungry now. I'm like, well, it's going to take a little bit of time, but I'm so hungry. But finding joy in doing each of those things, which I mean, let's be honest, is so much easier said than done. We get it. I always feel like, like there's this logical part of our brain that's like, yep, I get it. My purpose is to honor the Lord. I'm going to honor the Lord in buying the groceries that they either eat way too quickly or that sit in the refrigerator. I'm going to joyfully plan out the meals that are going to go off the rails because all of a sudden we've got a sports thing or we've got this or we've got, you know, but how do we find joy in those day-to-day dirt-sucking activities that we're like, well, this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to be a wife and a mom. I'm called to the business that I'm in. And how can I glorify the Lord through that in my purpose? I don't know if you can hear my dogs, but clearly they're having a spiritual awakening right now because they are, I'm, I'm guessing their barking is hallelujahs and amen. So if you can hear them, they're very godly dogs. I just heard a little and I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> so I couldn't even tell with dogs. So you're good. Oh, God. Phew. <laughs> oh, I just love what you said because it is a lot about the mundane. You're like, okay, I'm called to this thing. I'm called to work or I'm called to take on this hobby or serve at the church or serve at this capacity. But life still has to happen. You still have to get dinner on the table and get the kids to school. And how do you make that joyful? And how do you make that fun? When, as you said, it's mundane. Some days are more mundane than others, right? (laughs) Uh, Completely. Restart. Yeah. It's how do we magnify the Lord in those little things. And I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could say, you know, you wave this magic wand, you, you know, you read from God's word. And I think that's where 
just the other day, I was a little frustrated and kind of like hit my boiling point. You know, we have just a few things going on in our house. Your listeners probably don't know. We had a house fire a few months ago. We're finally starting the work of stuff, which is great in one way. And then there's the other of like, oh my goodness gracious, we still have like so much work to do. And how do I get to find joy in the midst of all of this, my calling right now is to be wife and mom to my family. That's what I need to do. That's where the Lord has called me at this moment. And my purpose is to honor him joyfully, even in the heart of it all. And I just kind of was like, oh my gosh, like this is a lot. How do I get through each of these? And I think as women, we don't give ourselves enough slack Definitely. We expect way too much of ourselves because that person we don't even know on Instagram seems to be doing it all. She's not. It's a lie. She's not doing it all. Or she might have help. But just like having those things into perspective of where has the Lord called you right now might look different than where he had you and where he's going to have you. And how can we find joy in the midst of all of that in the midst of the lunches every day I don't know about you but when we have a short week the one thing I'm like I'm thrilled to have my kids home but I'm like but I don't have to pack lunches so that makes it even better I know I tend to pack lunches actually every day because I don't like to be interrupted in my work when I'm getting into a good groove and then somebody stops the middle of the day because they're always hungry right always I'm hungry for that. And so I find that I can just tell them your lunch is in the fridge. Yeah. You take out your lunchbox. You can eat it at any time. Take yeah. it outside. Go somewhere. Like eat it when you feel like eating it. Yeah. Like ready to go. Yeah. I know when I have those times and I, what I love about what you do, Michelle, is it's so practical for somebody like me, who's my brain does not work on like on Sunday, I'm going to pack all the meals and I'm going to have all the meals prepped and I'm going to do all the things. My brain just does not work that way. My brain is like, Oh, I got an hour to dinner time. Let's see what we can throw together. And I know that there's somewhere in between, but I love your practicality of like, yeah, you know what, just for me, for my brain, it works better if I just do it in the morning. Like I have my system down not perfect but it works works for me and I think that's the key is you just have to figure out what works for you Mm because there's different ways of saving time or there's different things that you can do but some ways won't work or won't jive for your family some people like to do laundry once a day a load a day some people do it all at the end of the week both ways are fine it's just whatever works and fits in your schedule whatever flows with your family unit yeah yeah or some people are like me and they're like oh you know what the hammer's full it's been full for a few days maybe i should do that (laughs) the laundry fairy we need to fire her she hasn't come right i know my husband will he'll often do it i'm like see it works out perfectly like he did it it's he just doesn't fold it so then i've got like all this stuff sitting there But I want to encourage your mamas out there who we live in this world that it seems like everyone has their stuff all together. And the fact of the matter is they don't. Some of them do. Some of them do. And some of them do for a moment. And then things change. I mean, you don't have to be a mom for very long to recognize that the system that you've got, you know, the nap schedule that you got everyone on, it changes. 
I love how the Lord humbles us because you could just be walking around going, yeah, I got all the kids napping at the, at the same time. And he's like, oh yeah, just wait a week because it's all going to change. And you're like, oh, okay. And so there's this constant like reliance on the Lord. Like that really is the whole purpose of like, you just think you've got it down. Okay. No, I'm going to shake things up a little bit for you so that you remember that I'm actually in control and you need to rely on me. And I know that if you're living and breathing in this world right now, it's expensive. It's hard. You're trying to find something, whether you just need to bring in an extra whatever to help with the family. Cause it's, especially if you live where we are in California, it's a whole other thing. We won't even go there. Breathe. It's gonna be fine. It's expensive, but I just want to encourage your mamas that instead of trying to figure out like, what is that one calling? Like I'm almost 50. I feel like I should have it figured out by now. And I don't because it constantly changes. And I just want you to consider that maybe you have your eyes fixed on something and the Lord has already shown you what he wants you to do. It just isn't working with your plan because you mapped it out. You sat down January 1st and you wrote out all your goals and this is where you're going to be. And this is what you're going to do because that's what good entrepreneurs do. You picked your word, you did all of those things. And the reality is the Lord is not linear. He's also not convenient. He doesn't work within our plans. We are to work within his plans and consider that maybe he's already shown you what he wants you to do. You just aren't seeing it because it's different than what he has for you. It's so true. And I think also sometimes we're going so quickly, right? We're running through our day. We're working on the next thing and then we got to go get the kids and then the next thing and then dinner and then it's the whole day and then you start again. But sometimes I think just sitting and just, for me, I'm not very reflective. And so reminding myself that it's important to just sit And just be, and maybe reflect, but just to listen, because I think he puts it on our hearts. He puts it in our minds of where we need to be and what we need to be working on. If we need to be closer to him or where he wants us to be, use our gifts, you know? Yeah. One verse that keeps coming over and over again. You know, we talk, we talk a lot, right? We get to talk by ourselves here and he keeps bringing, what is it, James? I think it's James 119. Be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to anger. Slow, Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And I keep getting stopped on that slow to speak, quick to listen. And that means Michelle has to be like, and I mean me, Michelle, not you. I'm not talking to you. Me too, it's all to, good. <laughs> I have to talk less. And I have to spend more times listening, listening to my kids, listening to my husband, listening without assuming what it is they're talking about, listening to the Lord without assuming what it is he's trying to say to me. One thing that the Lord has me in right now. And as you were talking about, like getting quiet in this time that we're in right now has been so good for me to realize like, I have had to let go of a lot of things, a lot of actual tangible things like possessions and realize that my treasure is in heaven and it's okay. And I have actually enjoyed filling up our first 40 yard bin. Bertha one was filled and she is gone. And we now have Bertha two. And I'm like, we're not going to fill it, but maybe we can like how much more stuff can I get rid of? 
but it's been very reflective for me to recognize where I've been squirreling my time away on things that seem productive by the world standards, but they're actually not productive. And they're not really what the Lord wanted me to do at all. But I was running because it seemed to like scratch an itch for me, or it seemed like this is what I needed to be doing because that's what everybody else is doing. But definitely like stopping, listening, like, what is it that you want for me? And really praying that the Lord would humble me to not do what I want to do and to not run before him, but say, okay, Lord, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to listen and not assume what you have for me and see, see where that goes. Yeah. I love that. I get, I get the image of like, he's called us sheep so many times. Right. And like just a big heart of sheep, just we're all going in this direction. And we don't even know if that's the direction we're supposed to go. Nobody stops. Nobody listens. We just all are in this big herd and everybody's moving towards this one goal. And we haven't asked, is that the goal we should be running towards? Yeah. Yeah. And thinking like just, I was reading in, um, I'm doing a study of acts and we were in the section where, the Holy Spirit tells Paul like, hey, so just a heads up, like you're going to be imprisoned, you're going to be beaten, but you're going to go to Jerusalem. Like this is what you're going to do. And good, well-meaning, godly people around him were like, okay, okay, we've we've heard from the spirit of the Lord, like this is what's going to happen. Maybe you don't want to go to Jerusalem. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going. And we were talking about this last night at Bible study, where how many times do we have well-meaning people in us that come to us and they're like, hey, by the way, like where you're going, I hear about this, that, that, you know, all of these things, which they sound terrible, you know, like don't go there, but they know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord has called them there and to be discerning in like, there might be godly people around you who are giving you warning and it sounds really good, but you know that this is where the Lord has called you. And again, the Lord doesn't go with the flow. Like that's not in his thing. He's not like everyone's doing it. This is what you need to do as well. I mean, the road is narrow when we follow the Lord and it's often up the stream of what makes sense. He doesn't work that way. He's like, no, 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 no. Everyone's going this way. So I'm going to have you do it this way. And you kind of need to hop on your left foot backwards because that's, what's going to bring me honor. And what do we know in everything we do? It is for our good and his glory. And whatever you're in right now, wherever you're struggling with, like, what has the Lord called me to do? Or if you are resolute, you know that this is what the Lord has called you to do. Awesome. You know that your purpose while you're there is to bring honor and glory to the Lord. Right. I think you can be established in your own heart and your own soul of having peace. of just knowing this is where you're supposed to be. Knowing you're right with God. He's told you to be here. You're there. Yeah. And not listening to all the things around us because this is so easy. Yeah. And it becomes like, you know, a clanging gong, you know, all of this noise. And that's where I just keep coming back to. I need to be slow to speak and quick to listen. And I want to listen to what the Lord wants me to do and asking the Lord, like, okay, show me so clearly. You know, I've been just fascinated with the story of Gideon 
and how he, I think you can probably look at that story from a couple different ways where it was like, did Gideon trust the Lord? And he's like, okay, Lord, so you said you're going to give me the Midianites, but like, I just want to be, I just want to be sure. So I'm going to put my fleece out there. And if it's, you know, if it's wet and everything is dry, then, okay, I know that this is from you. And he's like, okay, it's wet. There's dry, but just to be sure, God doesn't talk to us like he talked to Gideon or the prophets in the Old Testament. So there are parts where I'm like, okay, Lord, I got to lay out my fleece. Like, I feel like you've put this on my heart and I'm not going to say, okay, in the next hour, you need to tell me three times that this needs to happen, but give me confirmation that this is where you want me to be because I am tired of walking before you because I don't know about you, Michelle, but I am really good about leading the Lord. And he's like, so here's the deal. I'm actually the leader. You're the follower because you're that dumb sheep. So I just keep like, I just keep saying, I'm laying out fleeces. Lord, is this what you want me to do? Is this and make it clear to me because I'm tired of walking ahead of you. I feel like this is where you've called me. And if so, show me, like, let me know and help me to be like quiet yeah. so I can hear you. I've heard the analogy of you're on like a tandem bicycle and instead of you riding in the front, God's got the wheel in the front and you're holding on in the back and your job is just to pedal. That's your job. And he's taking you on an adventure and you may not see where you're going, but you're looking around and you're going on your adventure, but he has called you to pedal. I like to have the wheel. Uh <laughs> <laughs> too, I know. I'll take control. It's fine. I got it. I got it. I'm fine. You created the universe. I know like big, it's a big, that's a big thing. Like you, you raised your son from the dead. Like I get it, but I just feel like I Googled this and I really feel like I could help you on this. He's like, actually, no, but you just keep trying that. Like, let's just see how many times are you going to keep taking the wheel before you realize, no, I need you to trust me. Yeah. It's a daily thing. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's every hour i'm like oh didn't we didn't i just give that to you like 10 seconds ago oh okay so i already took it back okay so true let me, let me give it oh, back thank to you. you so much michelle now where can people find you if they want to listen to your beautiful voice and all your wonderful wisdom you're so sweet over on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you find podcasts, Growth Against the Grain. I have an Instagram account, but I'm not really on there actively. So go find me on Apple Podcasts or again, anyway, I assume there's, other, I always say Apple Podcasts because I'm like, oh, that's the big one. But anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find Growth Against the Grain. That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too. I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com 
and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 